Academy Award for Most Outrageous Podcast goes to Dale DeRuiter and Derek Bowen, Outrage Factory! Woo! I can't believe it! You want to make a speech? Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank me, because I'm the best, <clears throat> and Derek. Thank you. For hitting the record every button every week. <laughs> That's all I do. I show up, I press a button. And uh, We need a producer. I think that would yeah. move us into podcast legitimacy. Uh, we got someone to just push the yeah, buttons. Yeah, but then we'd have to split our profits. Yeah, but a third of, of nothing. The nothing we currently <laughs> oh, right, make. right, right, right. We're actually, when I look at our... What we're paying to do this podcast, yeah. never mind the time we invest in it, which is extremely valuable. Yeah. Uh, like, I have to forfeit my nap every Sunday <laughs> just to pull this shit you off. You got one today, though, because I, I was so late. snuck one in because Dale had to had to ferret, ferret, ferry ferret. his <laughs> girlfriend ferret. around to multiple Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, I could have used a nap, I think. Uh, for those of you who didn't clue in, it's uh, it's Oscar Day yeah, night tonight. The, Os- the Oscars are on tonight, and... Uh, I haven't seen a single movie dominated for Best Motion Picture. I've seen four. I watched two last night. Just to kind of. you watch them? Just uh, here? Or? Uh, yeah, I just streamed them on the old, the old you, Android what have, box. What have you seen? I, I've seen uh, Get Out and yeah. Dunkirk, both of yeah. which I watched on planes, which are not the optimal movie watching experience. Well, I've I've heard that you're more into movies on planes because like you're way higher up, so you're more emotionally pliable because you also can't go anywhere and you're not going to be like kind of sidetracked. What's that word? Distracted? Yeah. You're not going to be distracted (laughs) by anything. Because you're like stuck there watching. That's true. Is it like the the altitude thing? Like you get you get drunker uh, quicker at higher altitudes mm-hmm. and water boils faster. You're also more emotionally pliable. Yeah, you and you're, pores in your brain. you're more touched by social commentary Altitude on modern sickness. day racism in yeah. Get Out. which there was plenty of that. Uh, yeah. And then I watched three billboards and The Shape of Water last night. Okay. Back to back. Okay, I have two questions. Yep. One about each movie. First, let's start with the uh, three builder boards outside. Three builder boards. <laughs> three builder boards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. E- Ebbing, Missouri. Nailed it. Not a is real place. Is it boring as shit? Or Loved it. Is it based on a true story, really right? Really enjoyed it. I, I, like, extremely loosely based on a true story. Does it end the same way the actual story ended up? Like, did they ever find him in real life? Because it's no. about this ki- kid's son, or this lady's son goes missing in the she feels a police force this aren't doing is, enough. Her, her daughter is raped and murdered, and yeah. they never solved the case. So and she makes uh, signs that say, why aren't you solving this case? Yeah. And the, the movie actually isn't about the case at all. Oh. There's like zero police work in this movie. Because I was going to say, that synopsis is pretty unlending to entertainment. Well, see, you'd go even, so you'd probably hate it more. Because although the, it is a very entertaining movie. Didn't you like uh, in, in Bruges and uh, Seven Psychopaths? Yeah. Oh, it's by the same guy? Same guy. So very oh. much in the same vein as those so it's movies. So it's kind of quirky. About. Yeah. Oh, super quirky. Okay. Very quirky characters. Uh, very character-driven movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are fucking complaining about it because one of the characters, uh, Sam, Sam Rockwell, is... The movie takes place in Missouri... It feels like the director, who's a, a British playwright, was like, uh, hey, how, how do I acknowledge the South's uh, deeply troubled racist history in this? So he makes Sam Rockwell, like, they allude to him torturing a black guy in, uh, 
in like a throwaway line in the movie. Oh, okay. And and now everyone's like, oh, how do you like sympathize with this like racist character? Yeah. When like really, there's just this one line that I picked up on, anyways. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, get, I, the whole point of the movie is that like everyone is morally ambiguous and like people do shitty things and oh, people yeah. do good things and nice. even like the heroes are villains and the villains yeah. are heroes like anti-heroes like yeah which yeah. i think is totally necessary in this day and age but everyone just confirmed that uh people just zero in on one fucking thing and don't let go and judge say an entire movie around that because yeah. a bunch of people glommed onto this oh sam rockwell's a racist character but he's also sympathetic uh, so this movie shouldn't win any awards. And I'm like, you gotta prove the point in that what you're doing is fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Shape of Water? No, I have a question. Yep. It's the character from Hellboy. It's the same, like, watery guy from Hellboy, is it not? I, I never saw Hellboy. What? Yeah, I never, I never saw it. Well, maybe see it. It's not good enough to, like... Stop the podcast not gonna and run win, out Not going to win an Oscar tonight, is it? I mean, it? it's Perlman's best role. Not going to win an Oscar tonight, is it? No, it's not. I'm gonna... stoked that they're remaking it with, uh, what's his name? David Harbour from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, the nice. Yeah, that I'll check out. Well, my whole point is, you have this movie, Hellboy, and then you have The Shape of Water. It's one of the characters from Hellboy. It's the same director, but now I'm supposed to care about how smart and oscar worthy it is yeah well this is dramatic my my thing everyone's recommending shape of water uh shape of water is like et yeah if et and elliot fucked and elliot was a girl and elliot was a girl wait so they bang oh yeah there's like does they, it show they like, bang a bunch no dale this is like does it show creature dick it showed no they, it explains how the creature dick works how's the creature dick work well it's like because they show i i heard before the movie that they bang in it yeah. And then you see, like, full full frontal creature, and yeah. he's just, like, smooth. There's nothing there. Okay. And then at one point, uh, the the woman is is speaking to her friend. They're both yeah. cleaners at this, like, uh, you know, secret underground lab. Yeah, whatever. Get back to the dick. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and she's explaining. Yeah. Basically, she tells her friend straight up that she, like, signs it because she's mute. Yeah. Uh, but she, like, si- sign languages it how it works she's like it like splits open like this and then it comes out oh like a dolphin dick yeah yeah, i guess basically like that yeah and uh yeah what there's a line that the the friend who's like this sassy uh black janitor uh, no i'm just saying she's like oh lord girl you gotta watch out for men even when you don't think they have a dick or something (laughs) it was uh it was hilarious Uh, it was it was a good movie but i was like how are people acting like this is like some some like mind-blowing yeah life-changing drama like i get how it's a good movie whatever it's dramatic and but i don't understand why it's up for best picture it's a guillermo del toro like creature movie taking itself too seriously yeah that's exactly what it. I mean, visually, it was fucking. It was gore. It was well, like Squirrel del Toro. It was. It was like bi, uh, Bioshock. Very Bioshock visually, like all the oh, nice. like fifties underwater yeah. theme kind of shit. But oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, the storyline was was ridiculous, and I'm like, I I find it really hard to believe that like a bunch of people who take themselves way too seriously yeah. uh, at an event tonight are gonna vote. Uh, 
a movie where a woman has sex with a merman as best picture? I'd probably, I say it's not going to win best picture, but I think it probably has a good shot at either best costume yes. or effects because for whatever reason, they love old timey costumes, either period piece or this century throwbacks. Plus a creature costume. That's like a shoe in I think if they had it's shown the merman dick and how it functioned, mm-hmm. then they would have been a shoe in for both those categories. But because they kind of skirted around the issue, I don't know, man. They should have thrown in a heroin addiction <laughs> and him referencing how his penis doesn't work because of his heroin him addiction. Him trying to shoot heroin into yeah. his merman dick. Fizz, like <laughs> manually trying to pull his like <laughs> opening apart so it pops out. Then they'd win for sure. Dear God. And then everything else that's been nominated looks uh, shitty and boring. Like yeah. dark, Darkest Hour, boring. What's Darkest Hour about? That's the uh, the uh, Winston Churchill Oh, movie. God. Yep. No thanks. Grown, although Gary Oldman is fucking badass. I would yeah, watch Gary that Gary Oldman's in badass in everything. Um, what else? Oh, I think Disaster Artist is nominated, which I still kind of want to see a bit. I think that's Screenplay, is that... Is that? It might be yeah, up for me, Best Picture. Check well, it out. Let me just Google this. More than anything, I'm excited for uh, for the the milkshake ducking of everyone in Hollywood tonight. Milkshake ducking? What? For those like Dale who don't know, there's a tweet out there, and it references all these people like achieving fame on the internet, and then people go sleuthing, and they find like problematic shit about the people. Like, oh, they're super racist, or oh, they supported this cause. There's a tweet out there by a Twitter user. I can't remember who the Twitter user is, but it's like, uh, everyone loves Milkshake Duck, the duck that also drinks milkshakes. And then five minutes later, we reformed to regret you, Milkshake Duck is racist. Which references, like, you know, think think all the times in the past year where, like, someone achieved inter- internet fame, and then they yeah. went and did a little digging on this person, and then they were like, oh, fuck. Like, they, oh, they, yeah. they're super racist. So... This happens now, uh, particularly in Hollywood. Every time, uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's it's mostly uh, centered on the men because of the whole uh, Me Too campaign and Harvey Weinstein. Stein. Let me let me just stop you. Uh, that movie is not nominated for Best Picture. Well, fuck, and that's probably because James Franco himself is facing some. Uh, is he? I, it's not, not the rape. Franco. It's not rape. I think it's. Uh, I thought he was gay. I, what? No. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I'm sure he swings both ways. Because yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Liberals. So anyways, the term is milkshake ducking? The, so or? milkshake ducking is like, yeah. So every time a guy is on stage accepting an award or presenting yeah. an award tonight, we're going to see a billion tweets about how uh, they are a, uh, you know, a sexual assaulter. Or they get me too. They meet too, or, somebody. Or... Yeah, it makes sense because most of those people are. Have me too. That's the other crazy thing is that you have like all these institutions in Hollywood that for years, like don't fuck around. For years, these like, they everyone knew about this shit. Yeah. And everyone was just sweeping it under the rug, hoping yeah. that it never got found out. Uh, and now they're all, they all got to turn and to save face, they have to be like, oh, this thing is horrible. How did these things happen? This is disgusting. We're so disgusted yeah. with these. But like, fuck, you you played a part, idiots. Everyone knows it. Did you see what Weinstein's uh, defense lawyer said? No, but I'm they sure said it's a- that if you give sex to get a role in a movie, that that's not really rape. And it's more of a prostitution. And if you want to split hairs, 
and... Man, I mean, legally? Yeah. Like, okay. L- lots of times, people will... Like, okay, it's a fucking awful, awful angle to take. Oh, but I'm not legally, defending it. I'm just legally, saying. Yeah, yeah, like, it's definitely Weinstein being, like, a shady, slimy piece of shit and manipulating people because he's in power, but... Yeah, it's coercion and manipulation and exploitation, so it's still all that form of bad Me Too stuff. But that doesn't carry the same, le- yeah. uh, legal, <laughs> the same legal charges that... That yeah. full-out rape was. It's not Danny Masterson level. No. So far, Danny Masterson, I think, is the worst. Wait, has, d- did that ever come to light? Like uh, Last I heard, there was four women accusing him, and it was violent rape, and Gross. his show got pulled. So even if it's not true, I'm just holding that. I have a scale for the Me Too. I'm sorry if this makes me sound insensitive. But on the high end, you have Danny Masterson because he... It was violent rape. Then below Danny Masterson, you have Weinstein because it was still rape, but it wasn't violent, and he gave them roles in movies. And like volume based, there were probably way more. And Weinstein at the victims. very bottom, we have Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari, just because we like he, him. I He's like him personally, and lovable if that's guy. me too, then I've me too girls because I have tried to convince women to have sex with me. Yeah, I'm, I thought every single man alive. I'm has. gonna come out and say I I too have done that because uh, with varying degrees of success. When you're with a girl and you're b- making out and then you're both naked and she says I don't want to have sex with you and you go, but can we have sex? Please, please. And then you try for a bit and then if she Which, still says no, you give up. Thinking back, is there anything less sexy? than a naked man pleading for sex. No. <laughs> like, well, I'm like, I'm surprised I don't, I don't women want, had sex with either of us. I don't want to sound like a misogynist, but I'd imagine all. that a guy begging for sex and looking super pathetic would be a turn on for some women who just like the power, stru- the power switch. Of that's it. true. Actually, maybe that's the only reason I've had sex <laughs> in my <laughs> life. <Thinking back. laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I give that 90% probability. Oh. While we're talking about movies, do you, are we good with the whole Me Too milkshake thing? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be... Uh, I mean, this is obviously what... This is the first Oscars, I think, since the Me Too thing really kicked off. And, yeah. like, every uh, awards ceremony, they've kind of had to pay lip service to all this shit. And at mm-hmm. the Grammys, there was this big fucking to-do. Mm. Uh, do with, the uh, girls still have to wear black? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how they kind of walk that line and like, you know, make jokes about it, but don't make too many jokes yeah. about it and don't cross that line. So my thing is, I do not feel bad for not knowing the term milk ducking or milkshake, milkshake ducking. Duck. I'm going to find the tweet. But also, I love that term. Okay, what I was going to say about movies and the whole Me Too thing is... Have you noticed a certain uptick in all-female movies just to be all-female movies? Like, with Ghostbusters, it didn't bug me. I was like, yeah, whatever, sure, they could be girls. And then Annihilation, the fact that they're all girls, I was like, yeah, whatever, they could be all girls. So, in the book, it was actually all girls. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. It was true to that. And then there's another movie coming out. It's the fourth Oceans movie. It's called Oceans 8, and it's all women. 
And it feels to me like it's stunt casted as all women just to be all women. Like, I don't give a fuck if there's a story that takes place with all women. But if the story is stunt casted to be all women just so they can be like, hey, look, it's all women. That kind of feels like stunt casting. Which is kind of a bit like I'm sure the movie will be the exact same as the other Oceans movie. And it'll be just as good or bad. However, you feel about the three other Oceans movies. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it it's smart in that you're you're sure you're you're pandering to an audience. Yeah. But but that audience, uh, a is fucking huge. Yeah. You're, you're not making a movie just for like 16 to 18 year old transgendered kids. You're making yeah. it for women. And uh, it's been proven that women when when they see a movie like this with with uh, that gives a fuck about its casting and, yeah. and is is willing to cast just women in it. They'll they'll fucking they'll throw money at it. Like, they, like is this they another Bridesmaids? Yeah. Where it was like it was an all right comedy. But since it was all women and women loved it, they uh, they lauded it as being super good. I just wonder who would be in an all women. Like who's the cast in the all women? There's Sandra Bullock, which I love. Uh, I'm cringing. I'm already cringing. Julia Roberts. Oh, Mindy is in it from the oh, Mindy really? Project. Yeah. Fucking soul. So love I was Mindy. like, I love Mindy. love Mindy. So I saw her and I was like, oh, okay, I'm in it. <laughs> and then there's this other girl I kind of recognize, but I don't know her name. And then there's another girl I've seen her in something else and I can't remember. Then there's a blonde girl. There's like three more after Ocean's that. Ocean's 8. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Let's just Google to see who's in it instead of... female reboot. Who do we got? Oh, it's a reboot? Reboot? Hey, reboot? Who do we got? All I want to know is who plays Matt Damon. Anne Hathaway? I like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I like her. I think in, in a role like this. She, yeah, she, I like Anne Hathaway when she's playing a role that's not supposed to be like, hey, I'm a super sexy girl, because Anne Hathaway that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't really... Did you see Gigantic with her and uh, Jason Sudeikis? No, and I could have answered that immediately after you said the title, but I wanted to hear who else was in it. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Oh it's, wait, it's super good, but it kind of that's the one where she like controls the monster yeah. like telepathically yeah. or something. Yeah, because she, they go into a playground. I've not seen it. it I looks think we just weird. spoiled it. It looks weird. It is weird, and it is a good movie, but it kind of just ends. Uh, but okay. it ends. Anne Hathaway, like the end. Mindy, Sarah Paulson. Don't know who that is. Oh wait, Sarah oh, wait. Paulson. Is that's that? the chick off of uh, American Mo- Horror Story. Uh, I was gonna say Modern Family. No. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, love her. Yeah. Rihanna, uh, and rapper comedian Aquafina is a rapper name. And it's not spelled A U Q U A. My God. It's spelled like Awkward Fina. Aquafina. Not what I expected. Hmm. Asian. Uh, See, now I. No, it just looked like a racist, so... Well, when you say... Not what I expected. When you say rapper with a horribly spelt word Aquafina. that's misspelled... Just, li- we're not... Let's just stop... You would come to think let's it's Let's stop certain- the exposition there! Uh, anyway. I'm just saying you wouldn't expect it to be an Asian woman. Uh, going back to this Milkshake Duck thing. Milkshake Duck is an internet meme that describes phenomena that are initially perceived as positive, only to soon after be revealed as deeply flawed. Uh, the meme was started on Twitter. Twitter joke, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. 
When asked in 2017, Ward was unsure of what actually inspired him to make the joke, but recalls it was partially influenced by the Chewbacca mask lady viral. So you remember that lady in the Chewbacca mask like, yeah. shot the video of herself. And then someone did some digging around, and it turns out like she was this uh, bigot from the South or something. Uh, and then it happened. Wait, with... bigots can't wear Chewbacca masks? No, but no one, nobody wants to be like, oh, this is fucking funny. I love this video. Just people now have, and maybe this goes back to the whole point that Three Billboards was making. Yeah. But you can't disassociate a person. Yeah. If they've done awful shit at any point in their lives, even like 10 years ago in the past. And that's why we see this all the time now where uh, people will just go dig up tweets from like 2007. Which is this why I'm not rich? Because my nine year old tweets are highly offensive. And yeah, my old tweets super are funny. fucking moronic. Like, I hope no one's judging me by shit I said a year ago. Never yeah. mind. Ten years ago. Yeah, because it's all pretty stupid. I just I just got a thing on Twitter that says, congratulations, it's your nine year Twitter anniversary. And I was like, I'm not even going to look at these tweets. Dear Lord, because I don't want to know. Well, because they had that feature where you could look up your first tweet. And oh, yeah. Mine was something about drinking my own urine. Yeah. Uh, which I think I've deleted now. Let me make sure. <laughs> How uh, do you look up your first tweet? You go to... How do you see your first tweet? How to view your first tweet. Go to Twitter, settings of privacy, request your archive. No, there was like actually a feature where you could see your first tweet. Did you Google it? My first tweet... Super engaging podcasting. I don't even care. Right now. Okay, wait. How to see your old your first tweet? Word stream. Oh, here you go. First tweet. Click here. Type in any Twitter handle. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, they got rid of that feature. All right. Um, Cannot see the first tweet anymore. Okay. Well. Sorry to let you down, uh, podcast world. Now but, I'll uh, never know if I actually changed it from... Uh, Oh, January 2018, Australia's Macquarie Dictionary named Milkshake Duck as its 2017 Word of the Year. There you oh, go, wow, motherfucker. this is an old term? Know this shit. Well, last last year. It's not that huh. old. But the web moves so fast. The web moves so fast. At the speed of the internet. Uh, the web moves so fast. You want to talk about more movies? I feel like we should just have, like, a pop culture podcast. Yes. Fuck this outrage shit. Like, yes. let's just talk about movies. Because then I don't like, have to research games. everything. We can just talk I about already know. stuff we like. Okay, what, what else you want to talk about? We're pretty dialed in. Yeah. Uh, Let's bring it back to what people are getting angry about, about pop culture. Like yeah, that that's, whole that's people getting though. mad about the three billboards thing. Three billboards thing. That was on brand, Derek Bolin. People, yeah. You so can that's, tell your we're gonna pivot. for a job. We're going to pivot. That's what we're going to go into, but we still have stuff. Oh, I do hope. Back on the Oscars thing. Yeah. You remember last year when fucking Warren Beatty, where they fucked up the best picture yeah. announcement? And it seemed like one of those contrived things, because like, uh, who did it at something? Like Steve. Uh, Steve Harvey, Harvey did yeah. it? at some awards thing the year before. Yeah. And like it blew up the internet. And then yeah. last year it happened again. You're like, no fucking way does this happen twice. Yeah. Like, but they're doing it now. So I just hope this year to take it one step further, every award they announce incorrectly and then bring the correct person <laughs> on stage. And I just want to see like half the auditorium devastated people who thought they won and lost yeah. and half elated people who thought they lost and won. And there's a little lesson in there for all of us, Dale DeRuiter. Yeah. Are they getting Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway back? 
to Mark, announce Mark, the best. Was sure. that who it was? Yeah, that's who. Are they still alive? They're yeah. fucking. They were like 180 well, if years they combined dead last, last year. year they're so probably not dead this year. Wait, 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 wait. Best pitcher. Was it announcer? Yes. Do they announce beforehand who it's going to be? Sir, I think so. Maybe. Anyway, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, I guess it'll oh man, be tomorrow. Will Smith gave it away in 2013. Oh, I hate Will Smith. What? Yeah, man, I can't. Sorry, he like he was awesome, and he crossed the line from like, oh, Will Smith is like an everyman action hero, and he's just cool as hell, and also he had his hilarious early rap days. Um, Wait, now he's Warren just like Beatty did it in 2016 as well, and now he's just like. What? No. They did it. Oh. oh no, Two wait. years in a row. Yeah, 2016, 2017. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, they're doing it this year. Oh, God. Huh. Oh, maybe to make up for the fuck up from last year? They're like, Hilarious. hey, we're old, but somebody gave us the wrong envelope. It's not our fault. Please stop sending me hate mail. I will wager $20 that they fuck it up again tonight. Just because mm-hmm. they're so nervous about repeating last year's error. And they're a thousand years old. All right. Speaking of thousand year olds. Hopefully they don't die in between now and then because that would make us insensitive. Yeah. If they do, sorry. We recorded this podcast at 4 p.m. on Sunday, March the 4th. We had no idea that was going to happen. Do, do you want to know some other announcers? Sh- sure. Well, while we're on the Wikipedia page, why not? I have the whole list right here. What year? What's your birth year? 1980. Give it to me. I mean, 1992. 1980 was Lillian Gish. No idea who that is. Neither do I. My birth year in 1979 was Charlton Heston. I do know who that is. And that guy has a lot of teeth. Lillian Gish. If you've ever seen him talk. Uh, I'm going to just do 1992 because you said that. And it was Jack Nicholson who's announced it six times. Wait. Seven times. Wait. Eight times. Wait for it. Eight times. I would, I would, I would be down with Jack Nicholson just being like the guy who announces it every year. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just Him being weirdo Jack Nicholson. Has Tom Hanks? Has Tom Hanks ever announced Dude, it? Tom Hanks, of course. Or is he, he has. is he too busy winning it? Oh yeah, Tom Hanks. I see it. Tom Hanks. Steven Spielberg three times. Tom Cruise once. <laughs> that probably won't be happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Do we so, want to move into an actual topic, or do you want to talk about movies more? Did we just dry up on the movie scene? Well, I mean, so we're going to wait and see how the Oscars plays out. And then next week, we'll have a whole Oscars recap and we'll cover the best, best, uh, you know, punching, punching powerful men in the dicks of the night. Uh, yeah, best milkshake ducking. Best and the best milkshake ducking on the. So all you Internet slews out there, get your little typing fingers ready to go uh, find it, finding out which of the. Oh, speaking of the, the Me Too thing, uh, Headley's Jacob Ho- Hoggard. Yeah, that we talked to ex- talked about extensively last week. Quit quit the music industry this week. Oh, nice. Well, said he was taking a break. Uh, basically, admitted to having consensual sex with fourteen year old girls. Which <laughs> he should move to France. Yeah, oh, did you, uh, or, update on our conversation about France. They're yeah. trying to pass a bill that makes the minimum age of. Saying yes to 15. Not super better, I'm going to say. Uh, better than nothing. Better than nothing, but a 15-year-old so. does not, should not be. No. You know what? We've already done the segue. Let's jump into it. Speaking of France, you know who else does this? Kentucky. And apparently a lot of other uh, U.S. states. Uh, anywhere where Mormons live. And what is it? I'm going to admit. Polygamy. Full on. 
I'm going to full on admit I did not read this article. So I just see the headline. And a lot of people, when we did our, our weekly, hey, what made you angry this week? Yeah. Uh, multiple people came out and said, uh, linked me this article, which more than 200,000 children have been married in the U.S. over the last 15 years. To those of you who uh, want to see the good in everything, like me, that is not 100,000 instances of children marrying each other. <laughs> that is, that is 200,000 okay. children getting married uh, to people sometimes significantly older than them. Yeah, and the way this works is the states actually has a minimum wed- wedding age of 18, but there are certain circumstances where they allow younger people to get married, like if someone is pregnant or if the parents say it's okay or if you're a disgusting religious person who buys child brides as part of your harem because you're a disgusting pervert. Yeah, we saw, uh, what was his name? Warren, uh, what the fuck was the guy? Uh, the polygamous sect in Bountiful, B.C. Oh, I don't uh, know. Uh, where, but basically, you know, here in Canada, we're not as gung ho on the religious freedom thing. Yeah, which is uh, good. You know, I think we draw the line at that uh, marrying children. Yeah. Uh, so we we basically ran him out of the country, and I'm sure he's in fucking Utah or something now. Yeah. Well, uh, not Utah, but probably somewhere down further. Uh, so the reason this is ca- in May, the high profile Republican governor for New Jersey declined to sign into law a measure that would have made his state the first state to ban child marriage without exception. Meaning to date, there are zero states in the 52 states that make up the U.S. of A. That have uh, have said that have said child marriage is a is a no go. And again, not children marrying other children. Yeah. And the thing discuss the thing that's the problem about this is they're beating this guy up because he didn't sign it. Whereas he's what in Kentucky. You'd figure somewhere like, I don't know, California or fucking Washington. Or New York. These lit, like, yeah. Like the the blue states. Maybe one of you guys make this legal before you expect these dirty backwoods hillbillies to do it. Uh, I'm just reading this now. I'm sure not everybody in Kentucky lives in the backwoods, but you are all dirty hillbillies. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's an unfair stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, only 14% of the children who wedded were married to other children. So there is that 14%. So we're up to 86% are married, are married to adults. Um, is there a breakdown <clears throat> on how many of the children were women or Girls as opposed to boys? Yes, there actually is. I'm glad you asked. Uh, 87% of the minors who married across the country between 2000 and 2015 were girls, uh, with the majority being either 16 or 17. Less creepy, but still not. Were the 16 and 17-year-olds marrying like 19 and 20-year-olds? So here we go. That's another state Uh, of that kind of... Only 14% of the children who wedded were married to other minors. Most married a partner aged 18 to 29, with 60% aged 18, aged between 18 or 20. Okay, so that's a little comforting that the people who were 16 or 17 were marrying people under 20. Still a bit gross. Still a bit too young to get married. Here's my problem with that. Yeah, yeah. you're a moron. I mean, it's not legal and it's definitely not as creepy as some of these stories, but... You're a stupid person if at 16 you're like, 
this is the only person I want to spend the rest of my life with. My brain is fully formed. This marriage is going to be a huge success. What I got to start churning out babies. What if they're super hot? Even then, the looks don't last. What if they're rich? I mean, you and I are the rare exception to people that's who true. got better looking from when they were 16 to when they were almost I think 40. that's due to what we were talking about. Was it last week when we were saying we didn't know what health was? And now we're like the opposite of guys because most guys are healthy when they're younger. And we kind of started being healthy just in time to not look super gross when yeah. we're old. So most guys are like working on their dad bod right now. Yeah, they're like letting it go. Whereas my dad bod is slightly less disgusting <laughs> than it was 10 years ago. It's more of like a 20 year old dad bod yeah. than a, than a 40 year old dad. Yeah, bod. exactly. It might be a dad bod, but it's not a 40 year old. So dad here's bod. the thing. A 14 year old girl married a 74 year old man in Gross, Alabama. Gross, Alabama. Not a shocker, Alabama. Not a shocker. Uh, a 17-year-old girl wed a 65-year-old groom in Idaho. Wait. So maybe they just wanted him to die so they could take their money. Uh, and you're right, Dale. This is a class thing. Almost all the evidence indicates that girls in cities don't get married young, that girls from middle class or wealthy families don't get married young. This is a rural phenomenon, and it is a phenomenon of poverty. So these are uh, poor people either trying to marry to... Uh, marrying older dudes to assure uh, some financial stability. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, like people probably from, from broken homes marrying like father figure. Yeah, there's all sorts of fucking gross, gross reasons to do yeah, this. Yeah, this, this is just like picking a big scab that I don't want to see what's under because it's just, I'm losing faith in humanity. Oh, here we go. Blue State. Last month, New York banned children aged under 17 from marrying. Previously, minors as young as 14 were allowed to wed under state law, providing they obtained parental and court permission. Well, then how was that other one going to be the first? The first. Well, I think they were saying in all. So they were going to ban child marriage across the board. Probably. Like, oh, yeah. If you're not the legal age of majority, which in most states is 21. Yeah. Not going to bother researching what it is in New Jersey. Uh, then you would be prohibited from marrying again. If you're a 15 or 16 year old listening to this podcast, one, I'm sorry for the salty language. Two, uh, who touched you? Why are you listening to this? Why? Why? Why are you listening? <laughs> Don't you have something? Go fucking do your homework, you little idiot. Isn't there a Pokemon podcast you could be listening to? Uh, is there? A po- there we go. There's probably like 12. Pokecast. Oh, man. Poke, poke, whatever. Uh, Three, don't get married. Okay, your brain isn't even fully formed until you are 25 years old. Don't get married until you're 25. That is a scientific fact. Do not get married until you're 25. The person you are at age 25 will be totally different than the person you are at age 15. Uh, The person you are at age 35, probably even more so. So just mm, don't get I'm married ever. close to the same don't person. Don't get, you're, again, you're a special case because you're super handsome. And when that's you're this true. good looking, yeah. you don't need to develop as a person anymore. Oh, well, that's a good point. You just, you hit that wall and you're like, I'm a fucking God. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a God man. Yeah. And my I can coast on my looks for the rest of my life. Still waiting for you to say something <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we take a break? You got anything else you want to add here? Uh, let's take a break. All right, uh, we will be back to not discuss things that make your skin crawl. Actually, I haven't even looked at what else we're We're talking about. We're definitely not going to talk about (laughs) child wedding marriages anymore. All right, well, that's a relief. We'll be back. Okay. 
And the Academy Award for Best Introduction After a Break goes to... Dead. No, I was going to say Moonlight? something else, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Moonlight. Aww. Sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. Yeah, right. I, I just I don't want it to go to me because then everybody will. Uh, what was that? Milkshake duck me? Yeah. And find Which, out I'm a terrible I person. Mean, okay, really, Internet, if, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm inviting you to Milkshake Duck Dale and I. Go digging into our problematic past. Uh, see see what kind of stuff you can unearth. Because I would love to know what, uh, you know, when I eventually run for prime minister, I'd like to see what, what kind of shit people can dig up. I'm usually pretty open with my awful opinions to the point where I devote an hour every week to broadcasting them on the internet. <laughs> but, uh, I'd love to see what, what, else, what else you could dig up on me. Holy Are you shit. Googling yourself? My LinkedIn profile. Oh, my God. Do you not? I guess welding, you don't Why really. Why the fuck would anybody ever use their LinkedIn? For what? Do people still use I LinkedIn? Use, I use my LinkedIn lots. What? Yeah. You know. I haven't touched my LinkedIn in, looks like, five years. The last job I have on here was five years in ago. In, like, t- tech and stuff, you kind of have. Like, nobody likes it. Nobody's like, oh, fucking LinkedIn rules, man. It's my favorite yeah. social network. Uh, oh, we could talk about that thing if you want. Social network? The, the Vir- Vero? 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 Yeah, I'm unimpressed. Vero? I, I really just... like the app. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a, a new social network came out. Uh, what? La- apparently it came out years ago, but it just became popular. Because uh, it assuming, got more than 100 people. I'm assuming because the Kardashians started using it or something. Yeah. Uh, but this uh, pretty slick, well-designed, nice yeah. privacy controls. Uh, really easy. So you you sort your friends into one of three categories. They're either acquaintances, friends, or close friends. Are we just not calling these circles like Google Plus? They, they did are. This, they are. Like, they are. Fucking. It's it's, it's like Google, Google Plus. Plus. Okay, it's Google Plus. But it's not Google Plus, so you don't have to feel guilty using it. Uh, but apparently, uh, Vero is owned by. Uh, social network closing in on 3 million people uh, owned by a 39-year-old billionaire who... I want to be a 39-year-old billionaire. Yeah, I I would not mind that at all. Uh, They they found out some problematic shit about him. Like, he had ties to uh, some questionable... Middle Eastern government, um, I believe. But anyway, everyone was like, it was this fucking, whenever one of these social networks comes out, they get milkshake ducked. This is just our new thing. (laughs) Yeah. People start digging into like the founders. Uh, A bunch of people were like, oh, the founder like had this construction project where he just like shut it down and didn't pay any of the workers. So the founder's Uh, Trump? Well, that's the, like, (laughs) I'm like, but I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm sure like Jack Dorsey or Mark Zuckerberg, like, I don't think. Like Mark Zuckerberg to those, what were they, the the twins that just, yeah, like fucked uh, over. The the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, they were in court for like 20 years. Yeah. Uh, Same with the uh, Eduardo Severin, as popularized in the movie The Social Network, where he had to, like, sue him just to get... Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's shady as hell, and I'm sure if a social network at the time had existed for us to spread malicious rumors about the social network uh, that became Facebook, 
then yeah. maybe it wouldn't have become as popular as it did. But well, all these- I tried on MySpace, but nobody was having it. <laughs> like, what the <a> fuck? <laughs> Fucking Facebook. Zuckerberg is evil. Yeah, I just, for me, I don't understand why anybody would start a new social network thing. Because between Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, I don't have any needs that aren't met. Well, yeah, it's it's hit a point now where I'm just like, oh, good, another... Another app for me to post the exact same shit on. Yeah. I mean, there might be an opportunity there. I've uh, I've been been doing the Instagram stories thing lately, which is kind of similar to mm-hmm. Snapchat, but it's also on Instagram. So Yeah. And like on Vero, I have three friends and two of them are Derek's. Woo! There's you <laughs> Team and Derek's. Derek Fertney. Fertney. No and one's really using it. It's one Keenan. of those apps where Those you're are my like, only friends. It's one of those apps where you're like, oh, this is fucking cool. And you use it for a week and then you're like, no, no one else is using this. Is and yours, then you just delete it. Is yours take forever to load? Yeah. So, okay. That was the other thing. I thought it might be me because I'm on Android. So it might be like fucking streamlined for Apple like most new apps are. But it's like you go to search and then like 30 seconds later, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go look at Facebook because it works. Yeah. Uh, that was the other. Apparently they were not prepared for this influx of new traffic. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the thing I don't get, everyone who's like, oh, this this social network is shady. Well, so's Twitter and so's yeah. Facebook. Like, those All guys aren't doing good things are shady. with your with your data. Yeah. Uh, they're not, you know, we look at how uh, the, the Trump campaign, actually any political campaign, like, this is where uh, elections are going to be won and lost now. It's going to be through Facebook advertising. Yeah. Uh, and they can do some really shady shit. Which apparently uh, there were there was a a former Facebook ads developer, a guy who like came up with the whole Facebook ads system, uh, wrote an article for Wired magazine about how Trump basically paid uh, an order of magnitude less for uh, his ads or his impressions because uh, he was posting really uh, controversial ads that made people click them and made people share them and made people react to them, which is kind of Trump's whole shtick. uh, And it ended up getting like way wider reach just because he was posting this really, uh, and it's the Facebook effect, the more divisive uh, and factually incorrect the shit you post is, the more of a reaction it's going to get. Like clickbait. People love that. Yeah. But clickbait used to be like, Oh, look at this uplifting story of like a gorilla who had open heart surgery, and now it's like, fucking, there's fifty thousand Muslims storming down your door. Share this post to to build a brick in the wall against oh, the Muslims are, or something. Those are the ones. The ones I get are like, you can melt body fat by doing this one thing, and you're like, I'm not clicking <laughs> that. Not, okay. And mine and mine are like, mine are like the dumbest shit because. Every once in a while, I'll be like, well, I'll click on this. And it's always the ones with pictures. And it's like, where are they now? Like child stars. So my all the clickbait I get is <laughs> melting ba- body fat, were child stars, nipple slips, and ghost stories. And that's it. <laughs> I would love to see what they have for, like, how they profile Dale DeRuiter. <laughs> Like, ah, uh, this is like a 60-year-old man confined to an armchair yeah. who loves <laughs> nipples and ghosts. So, like, that's it. Yeah. And then they're like, and then they're like, oh, yeah. So they have, they have the stars. Dale uh, advertising <laughs> algorithm. And they're like, okay, the guy who likes former child stars 
nip slips, and melting belly flat. All of a sudden is really interested in alternate anthropology, so he's looking up shit like the aquatic ape theory. And Are you still on this thing? Well, I didn't finish the book yet. I'm only on page, like, 30. It's uh, a lot to process. For those of you who are new to this theory, go go back and listen to last week's episode yeah. where Dale gets or deep anyways, into it. Like, if I'm not looking up that, I'm looking up researching stuff for my werewolf book. So I was looking up, like, Egyptian shit and, like, Holy Roman Emperor shit and caveman shit and, yeah. I just Googled aquatic apes to see how widespread it is. But look at this chick who's doing the talk at fucking... This looks like the woman who would be served your Facebook ads. <laughs> 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 sure, she loves nip slips and child stars as well. Why? Which child star? Which ones get you to click that you're like, oh, I wonder where they are now. Like, what's uh, the... The hot ones? Okay. Well... Any? Which ones which ones became like super duper hot? Uh the chick from Full House. Except for like the middle sister. She looks exactly the same as she did as she, when she was a kid, but she has giant breasts. Yeah. It's really off putting. You you know how you can find out what, what the girl from Full House looks like now? What? You can watch any of the awful Fuller House reboots on Netflix, which are on like my fucking girlfriend i i love her and my son they're fantastic uh my girlfriend is poisoning my son's mind with the most horrific tv all they watch is fuller house and that fucking tim allen show that got canceled because <laughs> he was too much of a republican <laughs> and it's just like this is all they watch on netflix no one knows to request these shows by name when he's talking to our fucking google speaker and it's just they are the worst the worst team. But yeah, uh the the girl from, from Full House is is on Fuller House. That's how you can and just she has t- big breasts. dial into that. Did did I mention that's, that? That's where she is now. Yeah. And then like you always want to see what Macaulay Culkin looks like now. I don't really because he cut he kinda ebbs and flows. Like he'll look really heroiny for a bit, and then he'll kinda get kinda healthy, and then he'll get really heroiny again. What was that movie he was in where he played the uh like uh quadriplegic? Uh Macaulay Culkin. Oh, was, Jesus Camp. Uh, uh, with Mandy Moore. It wasn't Jesus called, Camp. It wasn't Jesus Camp. Jesus Camp. It was... Uh, Jesus Camp. I'm Googling it. It was about Jesus Camp, wasn't it? Culkin. It was the one yeah. where he was religious. Macaulay yeah. Culkin, Jesus movie. Yeah. Saved. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie. Oh, and he also had a reoccurring uh, cameo appearance in... What was it? No, wait. He was in a show, and they kept being like, is that Macaulay Culkin? And then he would never answer. Was that, was that the league? It was either the league, don't trust that bitch in apartment twenty three, or uh, be in apartment twenty three. Actually, Dale. Uh, what else? Which is a very good show. Everybody should watch it. It will reaffirm your love for James Vanderbrink. What show was that? God. Um. You, we can just. Anyways. What were we talking about before? Oh, your Facebook ads. Whatever. Yeah. And child stars and which ones I click on. How do we get on that? Oh, Vero. Yeah, we were talking about Vero. Man, we can really... We're sticking to our topics today. So now, at the end of the podcast, do we have to say, look for us on Vero? Because mine's just my name. Is yours your name? Yes. Mine's my full name. And if you're listening to this, you probably already know me and are already friends with me on Facebook. 
So you can either just look at my dumb shit I post on Facebook or put the same name into Vero and then friend me on there. The Jim Gaffigan show? He was oh, on, yeah. Apparently. Playing himself. Oh, fuck. It's so funny. Do you watch the Jim Gaffigan show? I have not show? seen the Jim Gaffigan show I yet. Highly it, it sounds like something it. I would watch. It's so funny because we'll see him and he'll say something. He'll be like, is that, is that Macaulay Culkin? And then he just like never answers and then it goes away. Yeah, the Jim Gaffigan show is really funny. I mean, uh, it might be me because he's a fat, pasty guy, and I identify with definitely his relatable. Definitely he relatable. Talks about food, except for he has five kids in a two-bedroom apartment. That part's in not New relatable. York City. He actually, in real life, he does have five kids. Doesn't yes, he? in an apartment in New York City. Yes. Oh, like this is like an authentic. Like, yeah, this is like a reality show. That's pretty much how he lives. Well, it's like a story. It's like the sign. It's, it's like, kind of like Seinfeld, where it's based on his life, but I guess it's like. He has, like, an actor wife, and... That's always got to be weird if, like, if you're like, hey, honey, I'm making a show about my life, mm-hmm. but I'm getting someone hotter than you to play you. How do you have that conversation? Well, you don't say that. You say, <laughs> honey, I'm a terrible actor, but I'm a stand-up comedian, so people want to see my face. You're neither. <laughs> you are so not famous. Nobody wants to see your face. <laughs> And this, this is out of my hands. I Which, I by the way, is super you. attractive. Very attractive. I fought to have you, but they said people want to look at pretty girls, not old ladies <laughs> nah, who've had see, five wives. That, by saying five that. kids. Yeah. Okay. No, actually what I'd say is it's all the studio. I'm with you. They had to pick this person because she knows somebody. Harvey Weinstein gave her a deal, so now she has to have a role in a hit show. Wow. Jim Gaffigan's <laughs> wife is actually super pretty. Yeah. She's totally hot. But this is his real life wife. Yeah. Crazy. And she's had five kids. She's she looks look like, like an actress. She does not look like a five kid haver. No. Just saying. No, she does not. I would share a tiny apartment with that woman. With Just her saying. five kids. I would not. I would she's cut I would cut the Actually kids out probably hotter than the woman who plays her. Who plays Jim? Yeah. Well, then that's an easy conversation to have. You're like, sorry, we're going to get some uggo who's more relatable, who yeah. people would believe was my <laughs> dumpy ass. <laughs> married to my dumpy ass. That's who we're casting yeah, in this. Yeah, because you married me before I was rich, so nobody's going to believe that you're actually my wife. Do we want to do this? Uh, fuck, we're running up on 50 minutes. Uh, gorilla statue removed after complaints it was racially insensitive. Uh First of all, if you say a gorilla statue is racially insensitive, that makes you a that racist. You're a racist. Because That's you're like, what? This gorilla? What's the racially insensitive part? Are you saying that? that I just don't want to be you, the guy who are says Are you it drawing those online. lines? Okay, but uh, I thought that initially. I was yeah. like, if you say a I thought the exact same thing. Uh, have you looked at the statue? Yeah, it looks like an uh, angry gorilla. With dude, a it, dude, it looks... Like, I'm, I'm going to go out and say this was not an intentional thing. This uh, one? Yeah, that's it. It yeah. wasn't intentional. It's just bad art. Yeah. That, like, they commissioned probably some guy who's, like, an elementary school art teacher to make. And uh, it was, like, it's what, since the 60s or something? Yeah, but it looks... The gorilla... It, it looks like a gorilla w- w- wearing blackface. I'm just going to say it. Well, like, it's a black gorilla. <laughs> no, I, I get you. Like, it, it does have, like, a big, dumb smile. I just... 
honestly, I like I get how people could say it looks like a racist caricature of a gorilla. <laughs> like and this is actually I thought I was like gorilla statue. Like, no, you're the racist if you think that. But yeah. looking at the statue, I could see why some people might might be like, yeah, yes. But it's like we didn't grow up seeing blackface on TV like I guess old people would have. So I guess they could jump to that conclusion a bit faster than me. My other question is, why the fuck was this on a jungle gym? Like, there's a jungle gym, and it has a slide and, like, a T-Rex and some swings and shit. And then it just has a cage. Just an ape in a cage. With a gorilla in it. And it's a terrifying gorilla because, yeah, it looks like a gorilla with really bad blackface. But it also looks like a disturbingly scary, badly made gorilla. It's in the middle of this playground in Corsicana, Texas, which is not a place that gorillas are native to, as far as I know. Hmm? Maybe they used to be back before it was Texas. I mean, yeah, uh, before, as far as we know, maybe this was like a shrine to maybe a gorilla escape from the zoo in 1967. Maybe this harkens back to the time of Pangea. (laughs) (laughs) When Texas was actually still attached to Africa and apes ran rampant. What I don't get is how this news story which is obviously about a small gorilla statue being removed from a small playground in a small town in Texas. Yeah. Has 195 comments on it. <laughs> Let's take a look at the comments. Oh, boy. Breaking the first rule of the internet here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, never read the comments. You'll just... Whoa, here's a good... So yeah. just who does this gorilla in a cage offend? Is it... <laughs> If it is because it may look like a black man in jail, then just who is making that comparison? Blacks? God. But you can't make those comments. Uh, Yikes. Uh, John Dandy says, so the city admits that blacks are apes. Uh, this, this is all very murky. Yeah. Uh, oh, we are sick society. PC will destroy us and we are well onto our way. A lot of people have some very strong feels about the gorilla How about statue. about this one? A little too close to home for the homie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are savage on the internet. Uh, I bet the gorilla voted for Hillary twice. <laughs> what race is the gr- what race is a gorilla? <laughs> uh, a yeah, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, this guy has a good point. The people who interpreted this gorilla as racist are the racists. I mean, I, for one, as a white dude, would be worried about drawing that line between... Uh, a gorilla and any race whatsoever. Judging by the face you're making, you do not want to read that comment on I found some super racist comments (laughs) that I cannot read. Whoa! (laughs) Okay, yeah, we're going to close those comments up. (laughs) Never read them again. Because if if that shows up on my fucking internet advertising algorithm, I will be very upset. Too late. They're going to start marketing uh, ape statues to you. They'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ditch the clickbait. (laughs) Dale clicked on some comments. Let's just send him super racist advertising now. You're going to get caught up in the next Trump election advertising campaign 100%. Oh, speaking of advertising and how you say I'm like Alex Jones, 
Did you hear that he all these uh, YouTube advertising people demanded that they not be advertised on his videos? Yeah, he basically has, from what I understand, YouTube has issued two strikes against his channel. Yeah. Uh, and the third strike means that he will effectively be banned from YouTube. I which... thought he was two strikes from being banned, or is it two strikes of three? So, well... I don't know, because I read one that said... So baseball rules is like three strikes Yeah, but I read one where it said he was two strikes from being banned, or... He has now received two two strikes. strikes. Okay. Uh, What were they? Probably the crisis actor shit from school shootings. Oh, yeah, from Sandy Hook? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, And then, again, with the latest school shooting, which I think the guy doesn't fucking learn. So he probably got another one. Yes. Another strike for that. That would make sense. Uh, So, yeah, like Nike. And it's like, it's so bad that YouTube is now going to try to make a new algorithm for flagging videos for which advertisers can go on there. Because right now they have like... They have mature content, language, kids, uh, offensive, nudity, and that's about it. So now they're going to do, like, I guess, crazy right-wing idiot Yeah, like morons with brain parasites. Yeah, and Uh. screaming guy with red face, so I'll probably lose some (laughs) That's why we're a podcast and not a video, because we don't want to get caught up in the old YouTube algorithm there. Well, we are very handsome. But if we get a YouTube video, you'll be able to see we are extra handsome. Yeah. 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 Uh, Totally. mm -hmm. Don't have radio faces over here. Yeah. Alex Jones is uh, fucking instant. But if I don't know why YouTube even gives the guy like whatever free speech fucking hoorah. But yeah, a guy like Alex Jones who actually makes people insane. Yeah. And like panders to insane people and makes them believe crazier shit than they already believe. Yeah. No, fuck no. That guy does not deserve a platform anywhere. Let him fucking go back to broadcasting his shit from... Coast to coast or whatever? Yeah, on some fucking, like, late night Like, I love... I love conspiracy theories. And I love dipping my toe in just to see what it's about. Like, I'll read about Bigfoot stuff, and I'm like, that's hilarious. Or chemtrails, and I'm like, well, these people are idiots, and this is annoying. Or <laughs> flat, flat, flat Earth. earth. And like, flat Earth flat has earth. almost gotten me to give up on <laughs> fucking conspiracy <laughs> theories altogether. But even I don't watch Alex Jones because it's just, it's too much. I think, I, I feel like he started out as like that like weird kind of kook who yeah. was like chemtrails and like the planet Sirius and like all that shit. Yeah. And then he just went like, like hard right turn oh, into fucking dude. There's this one theory he was talking about. Cause I always listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he went fucking nuts. He was talking about how there's like child molesters from another dimension that Trump is going to save the world from. And he's going to clean all like, he's going to clean all the evil lizard people out of the government. And like, you tell me shit like that. I'm immediately listening, but that is just so bad shit crazy. Like, that's David Icke crazy. And you can't... You can't... Oh, I missed that guy. See, that guy was like Alex Jones before Alex yeah. Jones was and he did, like he's like... He seemed smart because he kind of had a little bit of an accent and he talked like normal volume. So you're like, oh, this guy sounds intelligent. And he starts talking about shape-changing lizard people. And you're like, okay, this guy's fucking crazy. But entertaining mm, at least. But I want to see what he has to say. Whereas Alex Jones, you're like, fuck, this guy's yelling. I can't even handle it. <laughs> and he's not even yelling about lizard people. Yeah. Or gay frogs, which is something he used to do. Gay frogs? Oh, let me uh, see if I can find it. Alex Jones, gay frogs. This what has to are be a thing. gay frogs? 
putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Well, I mean... They're turning the frogs gay. Does that really matter if we have gay frogs? I think the implication is that it could also be used to turn people gay. So what, the world gets more fabulous? Yeah, like that's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, what are they going to do? Demand to paint all our crosswalks rainbow colored? And then people will freak out about that? All right, let's check out the old... uh, Mailbag! Mailbag! Katrina writes in, Circumcision for girls is heinous and wrong, but circumcising your son is perfectly normal because it will make his penis look nice. Da fuck. Uh, I have to defend this because I am circumcised and I don't want to be left out or abnormal in any way, so circumcision is normal. Uh, I too am circumcised, but when it came down to it, I refused to have my son circumcised for exactly this reason. I was like, like it's kind of fucked up. Like, why? Why? I, I mean, I totally, if you want to circumcise your kid, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's your right. But it's like, it's weird that we're like, we're well, like... I asked my mom why she circumcised me because I have conversations about my penis with my mom all the time. Who doesn't have conversation about their penis? Her answer was probably the best answer I've ever heard. I was like, mom, why did you circumcise me? And she's like, for cleanliness, because you're a little boy and little boys are dirty. And I was like, that is very true. So to back your mom up, I was circumcised when I was six years old because... I, you don't have to finish. Everybody knows you were a dirty boy. I had a foreskin infection. That's that's so I had a medically necessary circumcision. Uh, so fair enough. But I Is will anybody say anybody else puking? If, whatever. <laughs> like who among us didn't have foreskin infected foreskin with this guy? Because I never had a foreskin. Whatever, Dale. But I remember there was a kid in my class in grade three who was like, the teacher had to like give everybody a serious talk like you know fucking eight-year-olds you're like all right eight-year-old children we're gonna talk about one of this guy's penis who isn't here right now because he's at home because his penis is infected and then you can imagine how well that went with eight-year-olds everybody pretty much just screamed about it and that kid never fit in again so it was when i had to get my uh procedure done I was told that I couldn't talk about my privates at school. Yeah. So I had to tell everyone I was getting my tonsils removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I got back to school after my procedure, uh, everyone was like, oh, show me your tonsils. And I would like open my out- mouth and my fucking tonsils were still there. But yeah. kids are morons. They have no yeah. idea what tonsils are. So they would be like, oh, cool. Your tonsils are gone. And I yeah. was like, you, I wanted to be like, you idiots. It's yeah. actually my foreskin. But I didn't. Were they like. Does getting your tonsils removed really hurt your penis? Yeah, why are you why, walking? Why, are so walking like, why is there blood on your crotch? Why do you have to sit on a donut? <laughs> <laughs> do you have hemorrhoids at six years old? <laughs> uh, but we refused to circ. I refused to circ. Not refused. I was just like, also, uh, and this was the big thing. It was like, it's it's an elective procedure, mm-hmm. so you have to pay cash. Oh, money yeah, that's it. enough right Which there. I was like, eh, hard pass. Like, if yeah. he decides he wants to circumcise himself, not circumcise himself, but like have it done himself down mm-hmm. the road. Great, cool, do it. But uh, until then... I also heard one very good reason that I didn't research to not get your kid circumcised, and I heard it lowers their pain tolerance. I don't know how that works or if it's true, but if it is true, that's enough of a reason not to do it. Getting circumcised? Yeah, like lowers your pain tolerance so that you can't take as much pain. 
Because I Interesting. have a pretty bad pain tolerance. And that's what I blame it on. I blame my mom for my bad pain tolerance. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of political shit I don't, I don't really care about right now. Uh, yeah, I like in the mailbag when people are like, this extremely personable yeah. instance like, happened to me. Do you guys know what we do on this podcast? Like, they're like, I had a fight with my boyfriend and he doesn't like spoons with a bent handle. And we're like, nobody gives a fuck about that. No one cares about you or your life. Uh, like, well, I will say uh, one thing that I am personally pissed off about breaking the fourth wall here. Uh, a raccoon fucking came into our yard and ate uh, four of my prized pond goldfish. You know how you could have solved that? Not an AR-15, brother. <laughs> Just <laughs> With a bump stock. Especially made to take out raccoons. Uh, yeah. If only Canada didn't have such uh, oppressive gun laws, yeah. I would have been able to basically explode that raccoon in a hail of bullets. And the best part about that is, like, if I was in your position, I'd be like, holy fuck, a raccoon ate my fish. I better build a fucking like a net or a fence or wire mesh over my pond. And then I'd be like, that sounds a lot of effort. I'll just buy more fish. Yes. <laughs> Probably going to do. I mean, we paid at least like $4 for those fish. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a comment. Somebody made a comment on one of our last week's one that said something dumb and kind of racist. Oh, about how Muslims were coming into the country and taking our jobs. Uh, what the fuck? There are people in oh, Canada who yeah. legitimately believe this, and she just beaked off again on, on this uh, week's uh, outrage mailbag saying that uh, because uh, her factoid wasn't on mainstream media, she got attacked. And I was just like, no, you got attacked for saying something dumb. This is, I've, I've dealt with this before because I don't know if you know this, but when you're in the not tech industry and you're kind of in the labor industry, people who come from other countries from shittier countries are more willing to do hard work for less pay. So they are kind of taking jobs, but they're not taking them. They're just better workers. So they get hired because they'll work harder for less money. And if you're worried about that, just be a better worker, be a lazy cunt and work harder or get special training that they don't have. Be a better worker. Yeah. They're not stealing the jobs. They're taking the jobs you're too proud to do. Well, that's why I, I made the point that they're either like super duper trained and feeling yeah. like a skilled worker shortage or they're working the jobs that you think you're above. Yeah. Uh, like fucking driving a cab or working at 7-Eleven or uh, a bunch of like shit jobs. That... And we need the people to do the shit jobs. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sound like a dickhead. Probably going to sound like a dickhead if you're if you're prefacing it by saying that. But I don't want to be a janitor. All right. Okay. Well, we're wrapping it up now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week to our yeah. very special Oscars slash pop culture episode of Outrage Factory. Uh, Find us on Vero. <laughs> I don't think we're going to bother, but yeah. you can like us on Facebook or you can tweet uh, us at Outrage Fact Pod or me personally at Herder. Or me, personally, at SuperDaleBot. Head on over to the iTunes podcast emporium or the Google Play podcast thing and hammer that five-star rating. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us. Tell uh, um, your friends who aren't little bitches and can take a joke about us. Yeah. Don't tell anybody who's just going to hate us. No. 
Although we need more. Although people who hate something usually listen to it almost more than people who like it. Just so they can get angry about stuff. And they might also tell everyone how angry they are about us. So if you know somebody who's easily offended, send them our way. And if you're listening to this and you're angry at us, you're welcome. Yeah. For the service. Yeah. And also, fuck you. (laughs) 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 Take that. People who pander to your listeners, we just tell us. <laughs> yeah, fuck fuck, you're a piece of shit. Because we're highfalutin over here. <laughs> That's, I like that. That's, yeah. uh, that should be the name of our next podcast. Rootin' tootin' highfalutin'. Highfalutin' <laughs> with Dale DeRootin' <laughs> and Derek Boolin. Let's, uh, <laughs> all right, all we're, right. we're going to go watch some Oscars. Yeah. So uh, until next week. Stay angry. Yeah. I always want to say keep fit and have fun. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know where that comes from or why that's still in my head. Keep fit and stay angry. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, bitches. I lip on the last of the cast, my twisted. No, no sleep for the vicious. Key up a cop car just to see mischief. Ah. I'm enough punch wizard, speed bag and ball bag, leave none in it. We, we got one ambition, we up and puff to the muck.